to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter, at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions just as soon as we are back in the studio together uh, live. So with that being said, today is Friday. It's a, a free-for-all Friday, so we encourage you to call in and uh, join the discussion with us as we talk about uh, what we've talked about this week, uh, Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through uh, 12, as well as just what's going on in the news around the country. We would love to hear uh, your guys' thoughts, and um, so you can call. Again, that's one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight, or you can email at ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And uh, for some of you, like I had a conversation with a couple of people that were asking uh, Kelvin Cochran, that, that was a replay interview, obviously, yesterday. Mm. Uh, he was the former uh, fire chief up in Atlanta, Georgia, who got fired because he wrote a book. And actually, there was only one sliver of the book that addressed homosexuality. Mm. And uh, it was just, the book was a discipleship book he wrote. And uh, and it's the I think the title of it was called, Who Told You You Were Naked? Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. Adam and Eve in the in the garden. And, yeah. uh, and in the book, he, he talks about discipleship and mentoring and, and, stuff from a biblical perspective and one of the uh, chapters deals with being unclean and so he goes through a laundry list of things that the bible says is unclean and one of them was homosexuality well the atlanta i think it's the constitution or journal up there their paper mm-hmm. picked up on it and said that he compared homosexuality to bestiality because in the laundry list mm. he put all kinds of things so you could have easily have said he compared homosexuality to adultery or to theft or to anything because it's just sinful in the eyes of God. Or That's you could what have he said saying. he compared theft to bestiality, mm-hmm. right? You know, it, it they yeah. make it sound as, as terrible as but possible. But that's how he was attacked, and he ended up actually being fired. He did not believe he would be because they did an investigation and showed that he showed no discrimination toward any uh, homosexual person throughout his tenure. I mean, like mm-hmm. they couldn't find it and I, I guarantee you they, they were, were looking, looking for it. And so, um, yeah, that was, that was a couple of years ago. I think he got fired in 15 maybe, uh, but they ended up settling a lawsuit with him. Mm. And, uh, uh, but you know, he, he, uh, he talked about that. So if you didn't hear that yesterday, you can go back. You can just put Kelvin, K-E-L-V-I-N, Cochran, in and and do a search for that. And then we also had uh, Dr. Rob Otto from down in uh, Boca Raton, and uh, he was on during the last segment, 
And uh, he he was a West Point infantry officer, an airborne ranger, got his Ph.D. in family therapy and um, wrote a book called Rise Up mm. about, uh, you know, being leaders and ra- raising up leaders. And uh, anyway, he was talking about down in uh, Boca Raton a few years ago, uh, they were trying to pass an ordinance that has not passed in a bunch of states, although it'd be interesting because that was a few years ago to ban conversion therapy at the, when children or teenagers want therapy. Mm-hmm. In other words, even if your child wants it, they could, they could not go in and right. you could not counsel them, which uh, I think he eventually won because the, the local communities do not issue regulations related to medical practice and he's a licensed a therapist mm. and so the state of florida does that and they have not made that an issue at least they had not um at that point at that point who knows what they're going to do in the future although i think right now we're still pretty good because somebody said the other day that uh desantis put out that he is not going to make uh you know the uh what have we been t- uh, critical, critical theory yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a part of the curriculum which i'm glad yeah uh, because it's socialist it, it it creates two worlds oppressed and oppressor that's the only two viewpoints that's not a biblical viewpoint at all um joseph there was and if you go look in the old testament and read the story of joseph here's a man who was sold by his brothers to first of all thrown into a cave I guarantee you they didn't throw him in nicely either. They probably beat on him a little bit. They put him in a cave or a, or a pit. Then they sold him as a slave to people that were really unclean to the to those people, mm-hmm. you know. And um, those they sold him to pagans. And pagans took him into a pagan culture in Egypt, and he worked for Potiphar. Uh, who was the captain of the guard for uh, Pharaoh. And then Potiphar's wife comes on to him, makes advances towards him. He rejects those because he can't violate God's word. He doesn't want to dishonor God. Then he's thrown in prison and goes through so much. Who knows all the things he went through in prison? Because it was not like any prison here. Mm -hmm. It was an Egyptian prison back then. And, he ends up telling his brothers what you meant for harm god meant for good he didn't ask for um reparations for in false being falsely imprisoned which that happens today but he didn't ask for that he said no god meant this for good so that you could be saved it was a god did this mm-hmm. he allowed this so anyway i just i look at uh What's going on in our culture? And, I, and I'm, I'm thankful that Governor DeSantis is once again kind of leading the way. You know, a, a year ago, people thought he was an idiot. People were saying what, how stupid he was for opening up mm-hmm. the beaches and the businesses. And you were just telling me before we came in, some lady where up in Minnesota, uh, Michigan. Or Michigan, got arrested because mm-hmm. she didn't close her business. Yeah, she stayed open throughout the whole pandemic and uh, she just got arrested yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and so Governor DeSantis, uh, thankfully, had has kept this open and we see no 
difference virtually between our state and others. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if you did a, a survey on the mental state of people, the people in the state of Florida would far exceed California, New York, places that have been locked down. Why? Yeah. Because there there are people wrestling with depression and other things. And so um, I, I thank God we need to continue to pray for Governor DeSantis to have wisdom. But I, I think that was a good call on the critical theory. Yeah. It, it is being forced among people. I think I was sharing with you earlier that an Episcopal school up in New York has put out a thing now that children in this school can no longer refer to their parents by their biological uh, you know, name of father or mother. Yeah. They have to call them parent. That's just absurd. Yeah, and for a, a yeah, it's Episcopal, that, that's supposed to be, you know, Christian. Well, you to, would think, yeah, but uh, it does, it's, it's name only yeah. a, a lot of times because, and, and you know, what we've been talking about this week is being bold and, and how Peter and John were bold. They boldly proclaimed that Jesus was the only way and they boldly proclaimed truth. You kill Jesus, the one you, you killed the one who was the way, the yeah. truth and the life. And so for us, are we going to shrink back from speaking truth? Are, are we really going to buy in to uh, being told not to refer to our father as our father, or our mother as our mother, mom, dad, parent? Parent is, parent is, is so unfeeling. And what's happening, Taylor, uh, whether it's with the mask or whether it's with this uh, critical theory or whether it's with even this kind of language, is we're becoming unemotional people as far as unrelating people Mm -hmm. every all this stuff is making us more unrelatable to each other yeah because if i say parent there's no warmth in that at all there's no mom yeah dad you know i'm saying that's yeah pretty soon so mom and dad i know y'all listen (laughs) i'm not gonna ever call you parent i just won't (laughs) i'm gonna call you my mom or my dad because that's what you are so, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's something that is uh, troubling because, you know, you're seeing that in a public school, but this is a private school now. So that is that it's not just state driven, but even if people who say, well, you know what, I'm going to send my kids to a private school. That doesn't necessarily mean that, um, you know, you're out of the out of the woods. And obviously that's in New York. So it's a little bit different than uh, here and where most of our listeners are listening. And well, I don't know. Virginia is pretty Pretty, Virginia's uh, pretty close, yeah. and it's uh, uh, you, you, did, they may see it up there. Speaking of, did you, there was a story that came out of Virginia where teachers were compiling a list of people who were um, against critical race theory being taught in the classroom, and were finding ways to go at them, to discredit them, to attack. Their They're website. making a list and checking <laughs> it twice. Yeah, but it, I mean that to me was pretty insidious. Um, that they're like. They, there's a group of them who are organizing to uh, weed out parents who don't agree with the critical race theory. That's, well, that's, why does that, that should not surprise us with the cancel culture going. Hey, a friend of mine sent me something when we come back. I want to read it because I think it's it's pretty good, so I'll share it today. And we'd love for you to call in today. It is Friday. You can talk about anything we're talking about or whatever's on your mind. Uh, And we will try to look at it from a biblical viewpoint because that's what we do on SWAT Radio. All right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. 
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. That is Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, today is Friday, and so we are taking uh, listeners' calls and uh, emails and just kind of uh, talking about the news of the week as well as um, what we learned in Acts or l- talked about in Acts uh, this week as well. If you would like to join the discussion or if you have any questions, please call us at one 844 That's one 844 swat or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And just before the break, we were talking about um, uh, critical race theory and, and a little bit of just what's been going on in the uh, school system. Uh, but also, uh, Doug played a re uh, a replay of a interview that you had. Um, with, yeah, with uh, Chief uh, Kelvin Cochran, who was the former fire chief up in Atlanta, and also uh, Dr. Rob Otto, who was a former Army Ranger, who is a therapist down in Boca Raton. Both of them dealt with um, pretty much cancel culture is mm-hmm. what it's called back then. This was five years ago. Yeah. Um, and they were in the middle of dealing with that. And a, a fiant, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, were the attorneys that helped Kelvin Cochran. They were a nonprofit a bunch of 3,000 attorneys Mm. that serve to help Christians be able to use the rights that we have in our culture to be able to share the gospel with people. So, yeah. And and it just made me think of uh, it's, it's crazy that that's been going on for as long as it has, you know, we think of this as what obviously it's getting uh, the heat's getting turned up, but the, the seeds for what we're seeing now was uh, you know, you know, we could see it coming uh, for, from a few years back, and I just uh, there was a few things in the head headlines today that really kind of 
uh, stuck with stuck out to me as far as what we were talking about. The two things we were talking about. One of them is that I don't know if you heard this. The federal court ruled against uh, a coach that was fired for praying after football games. Um, this Why is, does that not surprise me? Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, I think the third time he's been ruled against. He was a coach out in Washington. Um, and so his story, I think, has been well-known. But another story, just talking about the school system, I don't know if you heard this one, uh, Wheaton College took down uh, a plaque uh, to, um, uh, what's his name, uh, the famous Wheaton College graduate. Oh, oh no, no, you're talking about uh, Jim Elliott. Yeah, they, talk, uh, all because of the word savage. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what savage means? It means uh, uncontrolled it, it's the word savage if you look up in merriam-webster it means uncontrolled uh animal-like and they put that on the plaque because he went into a tribe that were they were cannibals and and and, uh, and they killed the, if you went in and i don't know if they were cannibals i don't know if the aquas were actually cannibals by the way I, they I, were I very that. hostile to, but they were very yeah. hostile if you they warred back and forth mm-hmm. all the time they did not operate with civility. Yeah. And so when they put that up there, they, they put that plaque. But now, because of the culture and everything going on, they've been rethinking it because students are not comfortable with the word savage. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it, it never ends. It keeps going and going and going. And um, I want to I do want to read this quote uh, because I think it's a it's a good quote by Teddy Roosevelt, who was not shy about saying things. And uh, I think it was Teddy who said, walk softly and carry a big stick. I like that. Speak softly. I think. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, he, uh, this, this email, like it's, it's uh, from a friend of mine. uh, And it says, our cancel culture continues to denigrate great men. I was reminded of Teddy Roosevelt in a speech entitled Citizens in a Republic. By the way, we are a republic. We're not a democracy here. It's not the critic who counts, he says, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly who errs and comes up short again and again because there's no effort without error or shortcoming. But who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself for a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. I love that quote Yeah, because it's easy to judge people. It's easy to sit back and look at the, the problems of people 20 years ago, 200 years ago, 400 years ago and say, well, they should have done this and Mm -hmm. they should have done that. People operate today when they do that, like these people had social media and Google and they knew everything going on. They were flawed men. And I'm not saying everything all these people did was right, but these men forged ahead. The the founders of this country 
you would not have the freedom and the blessing that you have today had these men been the cold and uninvolved people for fear of failure or mm-hmm. not doing everything right. Yeah. None of us is perfect. Um, the last I checked, there was only one person that was perfect, and his initials were JC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only one I know that's perfect. But we should be grateful grateful for the things i was telling some young men today that came to a bible study the guy brought two young 13 year olds and i and we were talking about prayer and i said you know uh, you young men did you ever change any of your parents diapers and they both shook their heads no i said have you ever paid for their meals in a restaurant and they looked at me like i was crazy (laughs) and said no I said, have you provided clothing and housing for your parents? No. I said, you should be grateful every day of your life that they did that for you and take care of you. You're healthy. You're well-fed. You're taken care of. And by the way, you didn't have anything to do with it. So you should be grateful. And in the same way, when we pray most of the time, and we'll talk about this more next week, the way we pray is give me, give me, give me, God. Help me, help me, help me. We should start all our prayers with gratitude and acknowledging how great he is. And I think that's a big problem going on in our country right now. you got a bunch of bored people sitting around who are binge-watching things that uh, highlight selfishness. Mm-hmm. They're binge-watching things that, that it makes it all about us, that degrades men degrades christ degrades community degrades our country i mean they're binge watching all this stuff and yet they're enjoying the benefits of men who sacrificed Mm. greatly so that we could have these things and i think we've forgotten some of that yeah and i think that uh you know it's such a hubris thing to do to say oh this person is this and that and oh because they did this they should be canceled or not um you know taken it you know, thought of it in respectful terms and and that's completely missing the mark of how you know flawed we are now and you know to the point of what he was saying there is about how he's seen in cancel culture that uh great men you know it's, it's being denigrated well more and more now it's just the average person who's getting it too and i think those people who you know get on the cancel culture train uh a lot of them have felt the sting of when it comes back around to bite them and you know realizing hey you got to you got to look at people in totality and and have grace because none of us are perfect yeah no kidding um but the the, the whole cancel culture thing is is just on steroids now yeah. i mean it's on steroids what they're doing to people and and people are really being afraid so i encourage you believers uh to know that the god we serve is the same God, at least the God I serve. I can't speak for you, but I, I believe I can speak for Taylor because we talk enough of, about this one true living God mm-hmm. we serve. Is the same God that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or Mishael, Hananiah, and Azariah, their Hebrew names, they cried out to that one God, but they told Nebuchadnezzar, we don't even need to give you an answer. Now, they're saying that to a guy who could take their life on mm-hmm. the spot. They, these these men were bold because they believed in the one true living God. And I think 
I don't know what God we believe in uh, as the church, but we have desperately fallen and shrunk back from being bold witnesses for Christ in this country right now. Yeah, and I think it's got to the point that there's a lot of people in the church who don't even know what that means or what that would look like to be a bold witness for Christ and don't even know what it means, you know, what the Bible says and how we should live according to it. And uh, that's a shame because, you know, what how the cancel culture, which I think is going to get worse uh, because no one's standing up to it and how you stop it is you stand up to it and say, okay, enough is enough, but... Uh, you know, more a lot of people are obviously not too bothered by um, what's going on because either they don't know, you know, what the truth is, or they think ah, it's not going to happen to me, or you know, they they tacitly agree with it. So I think that the church needs to wake up and and be bold again. You know, got to let the lion out of its cage. But I, I don't know. Uh, you know, there, there's someone's got to stand up and start leading that way yeah you know i was sharing with the guys this morning that um the right now at this very moment a hundred million believers in the world true believers are being beaten and suffering or dying simply for loving jesus yeah and we as believers in this radio program primarily is targeted to believers, primarily believing men. Now, we have a lot of women listeners, and that's okay. Uh, but our our goal is to encourage men to have uh, kazak, which is to be strong, and to have courage, which is amats. And we're going to talk about that next week. The Hebrew war cry was rock kazak which was be strong and we don't have a war cry most of us just are in retreat mode right now and the gospel is offensive it's an offensive weapon not defensive so anyway all right we are up against the news break so make sure you stick with us because we will be back with more after the news we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors a store and window as well as a special thanks to our sponsors Tom Neal Trucking and a special thanks to our sponsor Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. We'd also like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. SWAT Radio. That was Casting Crowns with Nobody. If you are just joining us, today is Friday, so we are looking uh, uh, for an anything goes kind of Friday. I want to hear the viewers or the listeners, excuse me, call in and 
uh, email us if you would like to join the discussion. What we're talking about is uh, just really the news of the week and also uh, what we looked at in Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. Uh, so if you would like to call and be part of the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Well, hey, uh, since it is Friday, um, and since uh, we're, we're talking about being bold, um, Senator Rand Paul was pretty bold the other day, and I loved what he said because he, he basically called out Dr. Fauci uh, because of the hypocrisy of things going on. And, he and, and you know, Dr. Uh, Paul, and he is Dr. Paul, he's mm-hmm. a medical doctor. He's not just some guy who throws out statements. In fact, to be honest with you, I wasn't a big Senator Paul fan you know, for a long time, but I, I, I have always respected what he said. I just mm-hmm. didn't like the way he said it sometimes, but he talked to, uh, they had Dr. Fauci in about the mask and he said, isn't the mask just theater? You've had the vaccine. We've had the vaccine. Here's what's crazy. I don't know if you knew this in the Senate, they don't have to wear the mask oh, because really? they've all been vaccinated. But in the House, Pelosi makes them all wear the mask. Mm. And he said, isn't it ridiculous that House members who've all been vaccinated can go over to the Senate and not have to wear a mask, but over here they have to. And and I think of the same thing. Isn't it like just wrong that you go into a facility, a health facility, let's call it a uh, I won't say the name of it, but let's say a workout facility, mm-hmm. a gym, mm-hmm. and you have to wear a mask walking in the mm-hmm. lobby. But as soon as you get to the weights, you take it off and huff and puff and blow all the particles in the air. And then you put the mask on to walk out like that's going to save you in that little space. Like the particles are just going to congregate in that one little space or if you're in a restaurant, you have a mask going in, but as soon as you sit down, you can take off the mask because the virus isn't a, a factor anymore when you sit down to eat. It just goes away. Yeah. See, that doesn't make any sense. And that's this is part of the hypocrisy that bothers people. There's no science. And, you know, our president was just on talking about, he was at a, a facility, a CDC facility, talking to people. And he was celebrating how we stand behind the science. And if we follow the science, there is no science behind a lot of the things that they're saying. There is no science behind, um, there's no science behind allowing a boy who is born biologically a boy uh, to think he's a girl and say that that's scientifically good. There's no mm-hmm. science there. Yeah. He is a boy. He has boy DNA. He has boy chromosomes. He is a boy. He is suffering from gender dysphoria. And they're not following the science there. So we're selective in the same way we are with truth. Mm-hmm. Truth is only selective as it relates to sexuality and spirituality. And as believers, we need to take a stand for truth. We need to speak truth. It is not loving to speak and affirm falsehood to people. 
And yeah. to sit back and say, and, and, and so many people are blindly following mm-hmm. when if enough people would say, hey, you know what, this is, this is, this, this makes no sense, but nobody questions. Yeah. They, nobody questions anything. We just blindly follow and that can lead to a very, very bad place. Yeah, that is something that has the the lack of critical thinking when it comes to the mask and the lack of wanting to find out the science behind it. Because the science, when it comes to you know masks and vaccines and the lockdowns and all that, is not like it's just uh, a scientific consensus on this is how we should do things. In fact, there's uh, most of the evidence points to what we're doing is not working and it could be uh, more harmful. But the the fact that people just don't even stop and consider it is uh, is eye opening, you know, to be honest with you. And it, it's something that's really crazy. And then, you know, you're talking about the, uh, how that relates to, uh, not our, you know, the science quote unquote, when it comes to transgender, um, and gender dysphoria and what's the people, some people say, Oh, well, you know, just it's, it's nothing wrong with being nice. Um, but if you backpedal on the truth, uh, they're going to keep, you know, give an inch, uh, take a mile. I don't know if you saw the headline today that now to say a biological male is hate speech. And uh-huh. we're talking about hate speech being laws being implemented in America. That's going to send people to jail. So, you know, what I just said yeah. would be considered hate speech. Yeah. And, but that's the truth. Mm-hmm. It is the truth. And it, it, and the truth is that God's word calls men males and uses the word males mm-hmm. and females females and he says that's how he created them male and female so to deny that means to be anti-biblical you are not you're, you're not even using god's language as he's defined his creation mm-hmm. and so uh, i want to go back to paul for a second here's what he said he goes he goes, um, you're defying every, this is what he tells Fauci. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask after they've been vaccinated. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. He says, you want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? In other words, you want people to go get a vaccine? Tell them if they get a vaccine, they can stop wearing their mask. But they won't do that. Instead, you're telling them they're going to be there for three or more years wearing a mask. People, there's no science behind it. He said, show me one instance. Here's in effect what he's saying, that you're wearing a mask because you might not be able to withstand a particular strain. I mean, at some point, we have to get back to our lives. At some point, we have to engage with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've had viral infections around that kill people for years. Yeah. The flu kills people every year. And and now what's happened is you've got people. It, it is unbelievable how divisive this is out there, how many people have bought into this. And, and they just blindly believe that that mask is going to keep them safe. Yeah. They do, yeah. Taylor. I mean, yeah. they do. But there is. We had Doctor Marin on, who was the former past president of the American Association of Doctors and Surgeons, and she said the mask does nothing to protect you from coronavirus. 
and I know her, I believe her, and I really don't want to go off on a mass tangent. But, I mean, it's there's theater. It's up, the whole point is we are being told so many things, and it's, and it's crept over into the critical theory. It's crept over into all this other stuff. And we as believers have to speak the truth. We speak the truth of God's word as it relates to male-female, as it relates to man and woman marriage, God's design for marriage, uh, and as it relates to people. And, and you know, um, looking at people and judging people uh, when we don't, we don't do anything to try to better our culture. I mean, what, what, what are you doing? If, I mean, stop and think for a second. You know, the, the principle before you get the log out of somebody else's eye, get the splinter out of your eye, he doesn't say not to speak to other people. He's just saying you look at yourself first. And as believers, we do have to come with this attitude of humility, but humility doesn't mean silence. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with some believers now in the church. Some churches are taking this approach of sticking their head in the sand as it relates to these issues because it's seen as unloving. And even just like Wheaton College pulling down that thing to reword it, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? We're going to go back and reword everything, mm-hmm. every document, every statue, every monument? What about when the way you reworded it is now offensive and so you got to go back and change it? Again? Got, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it, the whole thing is. We have gotten so much to not looking at the heart. That, that, that monument was not about calling them savages. Right. That monument was about men who willingly laid their lives down to go take the gospel to people knowing they would probably die, and they did die. Mm-hmm. And that was the language that they referred to them back then. You read newspaper articles. You read, that's what they said. Yeah. And savage it was not a derogatory term other than it, it, it just meant that these people were uncontrolled. They were savage. They, they brutally murdered each other in fights as mm-hmm. they got back and forth over. They, they didn't live under the civilized law. They were uncivilized. That's really what it meant. Yeah. That's what savage meant, you know? Yeah. And... <laughs> Again, there's not a lot of critical thinking going on in the culture, and so people aren't going to stop and think about that. It's just, yeah, it's all hey, feel uh, Instead of critical theory, how about critical thinking? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, let's introduce critical thinking to people so they actually think about things before just canceling them, taking them away. Because mm-hmm. you know what? If you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. But but learning doesn't mean you take away the past. You learn from the mistakes, and you talk about them. You have dialogue about them. Yeah. You don't remove everything. Yeah, and, you know, I guess that's really the through line there is that uh, with the mask and the critical thinking, or excuse me, uh, uh, critical theory and all that, is that it is all emotive. It's all about feeling. It's not about the truth and, and discovering the truth and trying to understand uh, what the truth is and how we live by it. It's about, I feel this way. And because I feel this way, we need to impose on all of society uh, so that I don't feel, you know, put upon or anything like that. And and that's really, you know, how those two actually correlate. I, I didn't really 
put that together so much until we were talking about it right there. Um, but yeah, it's really that's the problem is we're not a lot of thinking and way too much. Well, that's why I'm excited about our guest next Thursday. Just thinking podcast uh, host uh, Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker. So uh, next Thursday, put that on your calendar. Yeah, and stick with us because we will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me without you That is Freedom Hymn by Austin French Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are joining us, it is Friday, and we are doing uh, just kind of anything goes free-for-all Friday. Um, we are talking about the news of the week and also talking about uh, what we talked about uh, as far as in the Bible. We looked at Acts this week, chapter 4, verses 1 through 12, and we would love to have you call in and uh, join the discussion or ask any questions that you may have. You can do that at one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. Hey Taylor, one thing we have not talked about that um, was pretty big news for the last couple of days is the shooter up in Atlanta. Oh yeah, and um, you know this young man—I won't mention his name, but. Uh, he's, he was arrested and this is the worst mass killing in the last two years. Mm. And what he did was went on a rampage. They said, I, I'm still trying to process why, because, because he struggled with addiction, I guess, lashing out, something snapped him Mm -hmm. to go into these places. And I know they said he had probably gone to some of them frequented. Yeah. them But. Um, it, it, there, there were lives taken, um, you know, up there, people were killed in these massage parlors, eight people in all died. Mm -hmm. And, um, this young man was, uh, uh, an, apparently an active member in a church was, uh, very involved, lived a, what you would call a typical life. And this is what really, um, 
is important if you're listening out there. Most of the time when people do stuff like this, it's the same story. He was such a nice kid. He was such a good neighbor. He was such a, and these people have things going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And he had an accountability partner. Mm. And he had somebody who was, he had gone through an addiction program Mm. and he was dealing with uh, trying to overcome it. But one thing that has struck me about all of it is everybody is focused on anti-Asian incidents Mm -hmm. or Asian. In fact, my daughter, Kate, um, I have five Asian daughters. If you're just tuning into SWAT radio, we've adopted. And my daughter, Kate, and I were talking the other day, and her friends are people are coming up to her. Are you okay? Or, you know, are people, are you nervous? She's like, why would I be nervous? Yeah. I I, I really, I think there's... uh, effort to make that bigger than it is make i'm it not about, saying it's not happening well yeah that to, and to make specifically that completely about race rather yeah than to what, make to yeah. make it about that instead of i why is nobody saying you know we need to cancel pornography culture mm. mm-hmm. i haven't heard any leaders calling about that listen pornography is one of the worst marriage killers in the mm-hmm. country and it's devastating for men. Listen to this. 12% of all internet sites are pornographic. Wow. That's over 10%. That means there's over 24 million pornographic sites that you can go to. Every second, not every minute, every second, 28,000 people are looking at porn on the internet every second every second 40 million americans are regular visitors to porn sites 40 million regular 70 percent of men age 18 to 24 go to a site every month one in three are women one in three porn viewers are women so 30 percent of all the people going there in the United States, internet pornography pulls in 2.8, almost $3 billion every year. The whole industry is only $5 billion. Mm. So where's the majority of that coming? Right here. How come you don't hear leaders standing up, uh, all these people concerned? Why don't they come up and say, hey, we've got we've to cancel pornography sites. We've mm-hmm. got to shut this down. It's driving men to do this. Nobody's saying anything about that. Yeah, and you know that that clearly is an issue for him that he could not overcome, and it led him to do what he did, which uh, is tragic. And uh, on the topic of pornography, that that ties into what another big news was um, that judge in I think Wisconsin got arrested for twenty or seven counts of child pornography. He was the drag queen story hour uh, thing that was going. It, it's just heinous. That, and, it, and we allow it to happen under the it's it we should look at it not as a free speech issue but as a public health issue it is a public health issue yeah. I, I mean listen do you get any pornographic uh junk mail that come to you yeah, yeah if you go to any mail sporting site like just mm-hmm. to go to espn or go to any kind of uh hunting guns whatever they get those 
you know, those trackers and, and those pornographic site goes, this is a man and they're going to send it 2.5 billion emails every day are pornographic in nature. Wow. That's 8% of every email sent is pornographic, uh, an ad trying to lure you in. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not that you go looking for it. Mm-hmm. It's coming knocking on your door. All right. 25% of all search engine requests are pornographic. That means one out of every four times somebody searches, that's over 70 million a day are searching for pornography. One third of every picture and video that's downloaded is pornographic. Wow. So here's some of the top pornographic search terms. Sex, adult dating, porn. You put those in, you're going to get not only information that pops up on your screen with that Mm -hmm. but they're going to get your data amazon will get it google will get it apple gets it and so do the porn sites because they're all tied in listen utah has the nation's highest online porn subscription rate per thousand utah utah 34 percent of all internet users have experienced unwanted exposure to porn either through a pop-up ad or a misdirected line or or email um get this this is sick a hundred and sixteen thousand searches for child porn every day every day the average age which a child first sees their their first pornographic picture online 11 years old 11 years old 20 percent of men admit to watching it at work oh i mean these stats are mind-blowing when you stop and think about it but yet not one i've not heard one leader come out and say hey we need to be stopping this we need to do something to regulate this is terrible mm-hmm. this this is creating a problem all the marriages d- dissolved all the problems that go on because of this industry and all of the young men who are delaying responsibility delaying getting married having a family and stuff because hey i can just flip up my phone and you know take care of this or that there there are a lot of people who don't realize it but are delaying the natural things that we're supposed to be doing uh in life because they're getting a a a kick from uh you know a porn site whenever they feel lonely instead of trying to make connections with real people yeah, you know what the most popular day of the week is to view porn? Mm. Sunday. No way. Yep. Oh. What does that tell you? Wow. What does that tell you? That's. I mean, like you, you just stop and think about that, okay? Um, that. Listen, if you're listening to this today, uh, I, I want to tell you about um, two ministries that that you can reach out to if you or somebody you know have a problem and i know we we're, we don't have much time but i want to let you know about these two ministries uh i've talked to both these guys now one of them comes to swat every week jerry sinclair faithful and true his website is 904truetrue.org it's a confidential there's a number on there you can call and um you know, it, it is a Jerry. We've had him on air before, and um, he is a good guy and has has been helping a lot of guys. So um, I would just encourage you to really 
reach out to uh, Jerry. Uh, another ministry is called Living Without Lust, a guy named Jay Hogg, H-A-U-G. And um, I, I, I uh, that's a, a great, great ministry as well, livingwithoutlust.com. Those two ministries are, are ministries where I've, I know these people personally, and mm-hmm. they are having really effective time with the men helping them. So livingwithoutlust.com and 904true.org. And uh, I just really encourage you. We need to pray. We are in a battle. And um, I, I, I think we need to uh, we need to stand firm. Yeah. I mean, we need to stand firm and and hold you know we need to 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 tell our leaders you know if we're going to address issues let's address this issue mm-hmm. how come nobody's saying anything it's not about asians it's about sin yeah it's a sin problem of the heart mm-hmm. it, the whole thing with ethnic prejudice and i'm really excited about next week having um daryl and uh virgil on because if somebody knows jesus they're not racist I mean, I, I'm not saying they're not flawed, but if you love Jesus, he says, love your brother. Mm. You love people and even your enemies, you love them. You, 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 they spit on you, you pray for them. Yeah. They hurt you, you pray for them. If you love Jesus, uh, the problem is we have a, a bunch of posers that call themselves by Jesus name. And it's very confusing to a lot of people, but I don't know. I, I just... I was really upset about the way they took that thing and they yeah. tried to manipulate it because it it's about sin mm-hmm. and and nobody mentioned the pornography thing. Yeah. So let's keep that family in prayer. The family of the the shooter, his parents apparently are God fearing people and they cooperated and that's why they were able to get the kid. Mm. So uh, keep all right, it up. yeah, make sure you do that. That is all the time we have for this week. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a nice weekend. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual